A teacher, a wife, a mother. My little girl heart dreamed of being all of these one day. With chalk in hand and glasses resting on my nose, I practiced being a teacher with my stuffed animals. Carol Brady of the Brady Bunch taught me all I needed to know about being a wife. Caring for my dolls, as well as my years of babysitting, prepared me for motherhood. When I graduated from high school, I was ready to put my plans in motion. Becoming a teacher requires four years of college, graduated, got a job, dream came true. Becoming a wife requires a fella, found and dated him for two years, got a husband, dream came true. Becoming a mother requires, well, you know what it requires. No details are necessary. After two years of trying, no baby. Dream didn't come true. My first two dreams came to pass just as I had planned. However, after the two years of failing to conceive, I wondered if I would ever sing the childhood rhyme, first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes Wendy with a baby carriage. Dream number three required me to wait and see. You need to know something about me. I have never been a wait-and-see kind of girl. Deep down, I'm a hurry-up, right-now, please-and-thank-you kind of gal. The word patient does not describe me. Ask anyone who knows and loves me. So you can imagine how well I handled waiting to see my dream of motherhood come true. Waiting dominated my thoughts, as it does for most of us when we're waiting for the fulfillment of our hopes and dreams. And you? Do you feel the tug of waiting for something, but are scared to let yourself dream it will happen? Maybe you are waiting on a miracle. We have all been there, sometimes more often than we prefer, and the miracle requires something of us. Waiting Timing really is everything. The desire to be a mother consumed me and my thoughts. Why can't I get pregnant? What's wrong with me? What have I done to warrant such punishment from God? It seemed my girlfriends were getting pregnant with ease. That just didn't seem fair, so I determined that God wasn't fair. I began to decline invitations to the multitude of blue and pink parties. My husband and I purposefully socialized with friends who were not expecting or didn't have children. However, avoiding pregnant friends did not ease my pain or subdue my longing. What have I done to warrant such punishment from God? Trying harder didn't help either. For two years, I ingested fertility pills, endured monthly injections, scheduled intimacy, and charted my basal body thermometer readings every morning at 6 o'clock. There wasn't a specialist or a test that could explain why I was unable to conceive. Medically, I was doing everything right. Spiritually, I was not. The weight exhausted my faith. I resolved that God was mad at me, so I resolved to be mad at Him in return. Maybe you can relate. You still go to church on Sunday, but you have nothing to do with God on the other days ending in why. We have our plans and want our way. 
when things don't just happen accordingly, we retaliate by ignoring God. I felt this way for over two years as the object of my weight became greater than the person of my faith. The Wait and See Eventually, I did conceive. Had my faith matured and had I patiently waited for God's plan to unfold? Had I accepted a potentially childless future with grace? That would be a great resounding no. I'd love to say I learned to trust God more, regularly devoured what I was learning in Bible study, and served others during the wait. Unfortunately, none of these are even close to the truth. When I became pregnant with my daughter, I was far from God and indifferent toward Him. 